There's something called ZEV states, zero emissions vehicle states. There's 13 of them currently. And these are the states that are going to get the electric vehicles first. And it's really places that don't emit exhaust or gas or other pollutants. And they have other onboard sources of power. Hi, and welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Page. And in this show, we'll explore topics of sustainable living, all aspects of health and wellness of people and planet, and how we're all interconnected. Join us on this journey to live better and more sustainably by improving our health, our families, and the world with the choices that we make. Hi there. Welcome to the Green with Tiffany podcast. We are starting off a fresh series of talks. I'm going to be talking about alternative fuel vehicles. So if you're thinking about hybrids or electric vehicles or plug-in hybrids, I feel that there's a lot of information out there and a lot of questions being asked. I'm Tiffany Page. I'm your host. And I have been in the vehicle uh, industry for quite a while now. And I am out there talking to people all the time about these vehicles. Because I've been in it so long, I kind of thought people really knew a lot about them, especially here in Los Angeles. There are a lot of Teslas out there on the road. But what I'm finding is as new people are coming to talk to me and learn about the different types of vehicles, there's a lot that needs to be clarified of what they actually are. So I wanted to kind of clear that up for you. So what I wanted to start off with, so for instance, the hybrid vehicles that we started out with out there, right? If you think about a Prius, a Toyota Prius, they were probably the one of the first. They came out in the late 90s. They were in Japan. Uh, the word Prius actually is a Latin word that means to come before. And so the idea behind that was they knew that they were going to be introducing many different types of cars with alternative fuel power sources. So that was the first to kick it off. And now that vehicle gets in the high 50s as far as mileage, as miles per gallon um, in the city, which is fantastic. And that's nothing that you need to do. This is not a plug-in. It's nothing that you need to worry about. You just need to get in the vehicle and drive it. So it's a power source that it's computer gas and electric. It does it all for you. All you need to do is enjoy yourself and have fun driving. Now, is the Prius a fun vehicle to drive? It's not necessarily a sports car, right? It gets you to A A to B, but it's been very popular over the years and has really paved the way for other vehicles to come out. So then there's the PHEV, the plug-in hybrid electric vehicle, and we're seeing more of those as well. And Again, Toyota has the Prius Prime as an example, and I use these because I think people see those the most. Uh, Mine is a plug-in hybrid vehicle. I have a Chevy Volt, Chevrolet Volt, which they don't make anymore, and I am just so sad about it. I am mad about it. I think it's one of the best-kept secrets. So many times a plug-in hybrid, what it is is it gets a certain amount of mileage on full electric, and then it moves to either gas or can move to a hybrid control system. So for instance, the Chevy Volt, well, the new one that I have, the the latest one was 2019 was the last model year. So they discontinued it. Very sad. So if you can get your hands on one, I highly suggest it. So when it first came out, I think it was in the low, like 30s. 
And that's pretty much the average of some of the plug-in hybrids, 30s. Uh, and, and then the Chevy Volt now, I can't believe it. It actually, when I came out to my car, it said 71, 71 miles. So that's a lot, but I, I'd say it's, it's, it sits around 60 something, like 62, late, high 50s, low 60s is what it sits around. Now, here's the tricky part. It's not mile for mile. So if you take that vehicle, you've plugged it in, you've got a full charge, say it's the 60 miles. If you get on the highway and you're going 90 miles an hour, you're not getting 60 miles. So that's that's the interesting part you have to learn. Now you can you can drive it a little slower or learn to drive it to get the best mileage for it. And that's what I do. I try to they call those the hyper milers. I'm not that bad. But people who want to really see how much mileage they can get out of the vehicle if you if you stay a little bit at slower speeds, stay around 60 miles an hour, I can get from my house like all the way to Orange County on the full charge. And then you know, every time you brake or decelerate, that excess kinetic energy, that elect, that energy is, is then taken and converted into power to charge that battery as well for the hybrid. So you see, there's a lot of interesting little variables about it. And then there's the full electric, of course, like the Tesla that, that most people kind of think about first. And other models are coming. Lexus is coming out with a, their first full electric vehicle early next year. So very exciting times. And we're moving into this, this new you know, EV place of no emissions, right? Very quickly. And so I just wanted to give an overview as I'm talking to people and what their lifestyle is and what, what, you, what you're willing to do, what you're able to do. And of course, cost is a plays a role as well. You know, some of these vehicles are not inexpensive. In fact, an electric vehicle adds quite a bit more to the price of a vehicle. And now, of course, with chip shortages, there's an additional price that a lot of dealerships are charging, which is so crazy to be asking so much over sticker on all vehicles, not just electric vehicles. So I wanted to kind of give an overview with that and just let people know what's happening because there's something called ZEV states, zero emissions vehicle states. There's 13 of them currently. And these are the states that are going to get the electric vehicles first. And it's really places that don't emit exhaust or gas or other pollutants. And they have other onboard sources of power. So the places are, I'm going to name them California. Here I am. Here's one. Connecticut, Maine, Maryland. Massachusetts, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. So if there's a, a small amount of vehicles being released, these are some of the first states that will get these full electric vehicles as we try to get to this zero emissions vehicle uh, place that we're looking to get. And now with the Inflation Reduction Act, there are more incentives, there are more rebates, there are tax credits. So I urge you to definitely look into it and check into it because you'd be surprised. Um, you might even have a pre-owned vehicle that possibly you could qualify. So definitely check into that as well. So when I'm talking to people, you know, the question is on, with your lifestyle is what is it that you, where do you drive your vehicle? Do you only drive uh, you know, a couple miles to work a day, or are you doing a, more of a long distance? Is it more of a commute for you? And that will give you an idea of what you should be looking at. And do you have a power source to plug into? So for me, with my Chevy Volt, I just use the 120 volt 
uh, charge. I just plug in it at home and it does take a long time to fully charge, even though it's only a plug-in hybrid, meaning it's a little bit of electric, which mine is about 60 miles, 62 miles, and then it moves to a hybrid. So I fill my tank with gas as well, with fuel. But if you're not ready to go full electric, how great is this to have the best of both worlds? Some people don't have a way to plug in their vehicle either at their home or at their place of work. So then they're going to have to be going to another public place to be plugging in and maybe it's taken and whatnot. And depending on how many chargers there are charging your vehicle, either you're waiting or if they're all being charged, it might take a little longer to charge because there's so much activity happening. You know, the the kilowatts of what's being charged is, is a whole nother uh, thing that we'll be talking about as well. So if you are doing a large commute, depending on what kind of electric vehicle you're looking at, what kind of mileage you're looking at, maybe you have a place at home to charge it and plug it in. And then when you get to your place of work, you have a place to charge it. That's great. And that's perfect if that's available to you. Maybe you like the idea of the plug-in hybrid because you're going to go for a certain distance on just the charge. And then when the charge is finished, it will move to a hybrid and then you'll just get better mileage. And that way you don't have to worry about anything. You, If you don't plug in when you get to your place, your destination, that's okay. Then you'll just be using fuel. But it's nothing that you have to stress about or worry about. So that's why I think for many people, that is a, a sweet spot of having the best of both worlds. And then if you are really not ready to do anything, you're like, oh my goodness, I cannot even think about plugging in one more thing. I already have to plug in my cell phone and my this, and my that. All right, maybe just a, a hybrid for you then. Just a, a hybrid vehicle that's gas and electric that gets you better mileage because definitely right now with the fuel prices, that is something that is so much nicer to go to the gas pump a lot less, right? I agree with that so much. And so now I haven't been going at all and I love it. Do you like going to the gas station? I really don't like going to the gas station. And when when I used to go, when I did go with my Lily, my Chihuahua, she hated going to the gas station. She would just bark and it was, I don't know. It's like she knew, you know, and I know there's diehard, there's diehard fuel fans out there and I'm sure if you want to keep your fuel vehicle, you can. But as we're moving into this new wave of alternative fuel vehicles, you know, this is this is the wave of the future and it is exciting, but, you know, there's a lot involved with it. There's how to get the battery, right? The mining of the precious metals that go into getting a battery and there's the recycling of the battery, right? And that's all changing, changing very, very quickly which is a great thing because if you think about a flat screen TV, right? When you when we first got flat screen TVs, I think like a small one was like $10,000. Can you believe that? You can get that same size TV for like 150 bucks, right? So it's sort of the same thing. As we move forward with the technology, the price is higher and then the price comes down. And then people are worried about, well, how much is it going to be to change the battery? And, and really they're warrantied for eight years or 100,000 miles on many, many of the brands. So it's, it is new technology in a way, but hybrids have been around and electric vehicles have now been around and starting to be more and more proven. And isn't it great to have less emissions coming out of the tailpipe? I mean, that's such an important thing. I think to think about sourcing fossil fuels and to think about where these oil refineries are 
and breathing in all the fumes and all the exhaust that's on the freeways. What if nothing was coming out of the tailpipe? And I know everything has to be weighed, right? Because it is about what about the battery and what kind of stress does that put on the environment? And well, you're still using a power source to plug it in. But what if you were all solar at your place and then you're off the grid completely with how you're charging your vehicle? I mean, this is this is the way we'd like to go. We're taking baby steps to get there, but that's the hopes. And really, the amount of money it takes to charge your vehicle versus put fuel in your vehicle right now is less. It will be less. And that's an important factor, especially with the fuel being so erratic right now. I mean, in some places I've seen it for over $7 a gallon for regular fuel. That's just wild. And I know places in Europe have been paying that for a while now. That's just normal standard fare for them. But for the people that were paying 3 and $4 and we're up to 5 and $6, it's a big deal. And of course, there's the whole talk about offsetting that cost. If the, if the price of an electric vehicle is more than what are we talking about? So there are a lot of variables involved. And if you are able to get a pre-owned vehicle, that's great, right? Probably one of the most sustainable things you can do is either hold on to the vehicle you have or get a pre-owned vehicle, which is what I did. So I, I looked into getting the 2019 Chevy Volt. I had two before. I think I had a, I don't know if I had a 17 or 18 or two 18s, but I had two before for short leases. I took over friends' leases. And I just fell in love with this vehicle. It was just so fun to see how how often I didn't have to go to the the gas station. I would plug it in at home. I would do my drive, come back, plug it in. Now, when you plug in with the one twenty volt, it is a longer it's a longer charge. But I I didn't have to drive it every single day. Many of my days were traveling at the time via airplane, which I know is also not great for the environment, but I'm not doing that as much at all anymore either. So we have a lot to discuss, which is very exciting. And I'm excited about the future of where we're going with electric vehicles. And we can talk about the charging stations as well and where you can get free charges. And there's different charging levels as well. So there's a level one charger, there's a level two charger, there's a DC fast charger, and then Tesla has their own proprietary charger, which I don't think that's what they set out to do. Maybe they did, but I think it's because when, you know, they first started making EVs, I don't know that there was a standard established. And so their connector was, they were forced to make one, but it would be nice if we had something more standardized instead of just like when you charge your iPhone, I mean, now there's all these different things you have to plug in, or if you want to plug in your your earbuds, it's a different charge and you have to get a little adapter. So all of these do come with adapters as well. So lots to touch on. Very excited. I'm a big green girl in the car space, if you will. So if you have any questions about it, shoot me an email, uh, jump on and send me a, a direct message on Instagram. I'd be happy to help guide you. There are some upcoming events in November, which sort of prompted this. There's something called Electrify Expo, and that is a tour around different cities. I think their last stop will be in Austin. And if you wanted to swing by, you can drive many of the the brands that will have vehicles there to drive, which is exciting. And then the Los Angeles Auto Show is kicking off in November as well. 
and you'll be able to cross shop some of the vehicles and see what's what's coming out, what's available for the 2023 model year. So lots of new and exciting technology in the EV space. So yes, let's do it. We're moving to a, a new era in in EV vehicles. So we've got the hybrid, we've got the plug-in hybrid, and we've got full electric, lots of choices. And then there's even fuel cell vehicles, which is, I didn't even touch upon that, but those are very exciting. And that vehicle, there's the Toyota Mirai, and that vehicle can even be used as an onboard charger to power your your home, which is a whole a whole nother set of excitement. So there we are. I'm Tiffany. If you'd like to uh, learn more, I would love to share more with you. We have lots more to talk about in the upcoming talks. And for now, please definitely subscribe to my newsletter, greenwithtiffany.com. And you can follow me on Instagram as well, or shoot me a message on Twitter. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you next week with more information to come. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. You can find me at greenwithtiffany.com and on Instagram. Till next time, choose to care.